Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility by a natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, ladies. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, Today we are going to be addressing a topic that many of you will not be happy with me for, (laughs) and that's because we are basically addressing the evils of sugar in terms of how it might affect your fertility if you have a bit of a sweet tooth. So um, this is something that comes up often in my consultations with my patients because uh, it seems to be fairly common to have cravings for sweets or take in sweets in the form of wine or excess carbohydrates. And it's a really important topic to address because the effects of sugar uh, in our bloodstream and on our hormones are really, really dramatic and can really, really be toxic for our fertility. A lot of the issue with consuming sugar or high glycemic foods, meaning that they're foods that once you've eaten them, they turn into sugar in your bloodstream fast, um, is that they they cause spikes in insulin. Uh, And insulin is actually toxic to our fertility in a number of ways. Uh, And one of them is that it's been studied to actually be toxic to the placental cells. So um, if you had just conceived, for example, and your body was trying to produce the placenta to feed the fetus, and we know that the placenta is essential you know, for survival of the fetus and the baby, uh, and the insulin, the high insulin levels attack it. And so that's uh, actually a common cause for early miscarriage um, and sometimes later term miscarriages too, which is really really, really scary. So something as simple as balancing your blood sugar and your insulin uh, can help you reduce the chance of miscarriage. Uh, So anybody who's, you know, suffered from one or more miscarriages, um, I want you to keep this in mind because it is sometimes these simple nutritional factors that are getting in our way and causing immense trauma in our lives. Uh, And I know that it seems like it's something so small, how could it possibly have that kind of impact? But it's just the way our bodies work. You know, that old adage, um, uh, what you are, what you eat. To a large extent, that's true. And uh, in our culture, the sort of nutritional philosophy has been lost. Like we eat a lot of like modern fast food and things on the fly. And there's just not a lot of attention given to the nutritional content and the needs of our body. And and also just the impact of some of these like modern styles of food and snacks and what they're doing to us. And the impact on one person isn't necessarily the same as the impact on the next person. So somebody with PC 
PCOS and insulin resistance diagnosed, they're going to be very sensitive to sugars and an excess of carbs in their diet. Um, whereas somebody who's got a really fast metabolism and does a bunch of exercise, they're not going to be as affected because they're able to burn it much more easily. It's not going to be just sitting around in their bloodstream. I mean, the sugar's not going to be sitting around in their bloodstream causing insulin spikes. So the amount of activity you do, your lifestyle, your um, predispositions, constitution, genetics is all going to be influencing this. If you have a family history of diabetes, then right there, there's like a small factor that could be like, hmm, I could be sensitive to this. If you are sensitive to alcohol, that's also something to consider because alcohol is basically like sugar on a rocket ship because of the ethanol. It just goes right into your bloodstream. Um, if you tend to gain weight easily, or if you get hangry, meaning if you don't eat, you get into a really bad mood, uh, or maybe if you feel weak or just really off, if you don't eat regularly, these are all indicators that there could be something up with your blood sugar and insulin levels. Uh, not to mention the craving sweet after a meal or consistent craving of sweets is another indicator. Uh, so, you know, if any of that sounds like you, um, or if you just know you're a person that's maybe indulging a little bit too much whilst you're trying to get pregnant, it might be time to consider that a little bit of a reduction. Uh, so besides the attacking of the placental cells, like meaning like the, the sort of like affecting, um, the ability for your body to produce a placenta to support your pregnancy, uh, the consumption of sugar or glycemic foods, high glycemic foods can also affect implantation big time. Uh, so uh, a doctor that I know, um, she told her patient, a mutual patient of ours, uh, when the patient asked her, you know, what could affect uh, implantation, like what could go wrong? And the doctor told her, a high sugar diet is is not great. And so that was so refreshing for me to hear. I love that she said that because it's true. I can't tell you how many failed implantation or failed pregnancy attempts, failed transfers I see around Halloween because everybody is munching on sugar and then suddenly the IVF doesn't work and and it literally happens every single year. Um, so when I see patterns like this, I, I find it really important to kind of note it um, because it could be something else. But if every year around Halloween when women are doing their transfers and, I, and they tell me they've been munching on candy and then the, you know, the fertility attempt fails, then I'm thinking maybe there's something consistent. Also, based on my knowledge of, you know, what sugar can do in your system, um, that also feeds into this story of like, I think it's not going to be serving you in, in your path to pregnancy. Uh, so besides implantation failure and miscarriage, we also have to be careful about sugar in terms of how it influences our egg quality. Uh, so when you have um, sugar in the form of simple carbohydrates, like lots of flour products, cookies, breads, pasta, um, or actual candies, uh, you know, putting sugar in your coffee, ice cream, anything like that, um, you're having these insulin spikes that when you have those, it can actually lead to a cascade of inflammation and free radical damage that affects your egg quality. 
So that's really something to consider. Um, you know, if you're having issues with egg quality, is that what you are consuming, if it is promoting an inflammatory and free radical response, and then that could be affecting the quality of your and integrity of your eggs, and then how your embryos progress. I've seen a ton of women have much more success um, with producing viable eggs and embryos um, in their cycles when they've cut back on the sugar. And similarly, my ladies that are trying um, to get pregnant naturally, um, it's just a quicker uh, destination when, when the sugar gets cut down. So again, forms of sugar that we want to be looking at are obviously your like white sugar and corn syrup and things that you would be finding in candies and desserts and treats. Um, but it's also the amount of like bread products, crackers, um, cookies, and things that you're eating that are just a ground up flour because anything that's been turned into a flour will turn into sugar in your blood quite fast. Uh, if you are predisposed to diabetes, you may also be sensitive to certain um, like root vegetables, like say potatoes um, and rice. And just the issue oftentimes when it's a whole food like that is when we're not eating it with a fat or a protein to slow down the absorption of the sugar. So we really want to make sure that we're pairing our carby meals with something with fat or protein, like olive oil or say almond butter with your sweet potato, or maybe you're eating um, some chicken uh, with uh, your carrots or something like that. So, you know, these starchy veggies are really healthy and packed with nutrients for us, but we just have to make sure uh, that we're not eating piles of them in isolation, that we're actually combining them with slow burning foods like fats and proteins. So um, as a recap, when we think about sugar, we're thinking about um, the high insulin levels that it can cause that can affect anything from egg quality to implantation um, to maintaining a healthy pregnancy. And so, um, you know, going on a bit of an adventure to try to uh, balance that out a little bit is, is going to serve you well in your fertility journey. And for many women, it can be the missing link. So uh, it's something that seems like it's really hard because the those that are addicted to sugar are quite addicted. It is a very addictive substance, but you can break it. And you can do that by introducing a little bit more protein and fat into your diet so you feel more satisfied, more balanced mentally when you feel like you're full. Um, we could do add a, like a little bit of exercise. You don't want to get into boot camps and soul cycle and really intense exercises when you're trying to get pregnant. Um, but you want to add in a bit of exercise so that you have this feeling of elation that you're taking up sugar from your blood very easily because the, the exercise helps to burn those sugars. Um, and it'll help to reduce cravings. Like you'll crave healthier food when you're moving your body. Um, and then, you know, if you need more help with the addiction portion of it, you might think about introducing acupuncture, you can do ear seeds. Um, there are certain herbs and supplements that can be helpful for it too. Um, so there is help out there besides, you know, just completely abstaining, but you will find that if you adjust the amount of say protein and fat in your diet, maybe add a little bit of exercise that your craving for it automatically goes down. 
sleep also integral. If you don't sleep, you are going to crave quick energy and quick energy usually in the form of quick carbs and sugars. Um, so if you don't prioritize sleep, that's going to be an issue. Drinking alcohol will make you have um, sugar cravings also. So what you are doing on a day-to-day basis will influence de- the decisions you are making. So you make smart choices and you'll be able to make more smart choices. You make some less than ideal choices and then you'll notice that um, your ability to control control your um, decisions around food is maybe not going to be quite as strong. Thanks so much for tuning in, ladies, and um, please keep your ears and eyes peeled for my Nutrition for Fertility course that will be coming out. Uh, I'm really excited um, to give you my step-by-step program to learn how to enhance your fertility by adapting your diet and lifestyle um, to better boost your fertility, and it will uh, target anything from egg quality to imbalanced hormones to issues with implantation and miscarriage. you can bet yourself that the sugar part will be in there. I will be talking about that in depth, um, as well as providing um, recipes and strategies and replacements that are really going to help you get through it um, and thrive. In fact, you'll feel great. If you can get um, some of the sweets out of your diet, not only will your body feel get better, it will look better a lot of the time and your mind will feel more balanced. Uh, sugar takes you on a major roller coaster mentally and it's, and it's on Honestly, not worth it. So, if you want to feel emotionally and physically well, as well at the same time enhance your fertility, um, consider uh, maybe a journey into exploring uh, the reduction of high glycemic foods in your diet. Looking forward to seeing you next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community, and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.